morning everybody, it is Tuesday the 27th of October and I am back and zero cases again today, zero cases yesterday and the shops are open tonight and it's all looking good. I would just say on the back of all that, you might have noticed yesterday some of the COVID beneficiaries, the stocks that have done really well thanks to COVID, in particular some of the retailers that have learnt how to sell online, they came off the top quite sharply yesterday. You saw Adair's down 5.7%, they had a trading up. Temple and Webster dropped 7.3%, Redbubble down 10.5%, Kogan down 5.6%, uh, sorry, 6.2%, Zip Money down 6.2%, Marley Spoon down 32%. They did have a capital raise yesterday. And uh, you can, uh, and there was that buy, buy now, pay later entrant, ZBT, listed at 158 cents and started life at 104. Not great. There were also yesterday sell signals on Adair's. Domino's, JB Hi-Fi, Kogan, Premier Investments, Redbubble, SUL, Wes Farmers, URW, and some of the motor stocks, AP Eagers, ARB, BAPCOR, all with sell signals. Main point then is maybe we've just seen the best or the peak for the COVID beneficiaries, and certainly yesterday suggested that. Anyway, I digress. Today, we had Wall Street down a fairly large 2.29%, 650 points. Our futures were down 55 and the market first thing in the morning is down 55 with not a lot of features. We've got a busy week this week, lots of US results, third of the S&P 500 report. We've got inflation numbers Wednesday. We've got a lot of AGMs as well, some today, although none of the share price movements seem too terrible. Coles have got some sales numbers tomorrow. We've got ANZ results kicking off on, kicking off the bank results season Thursday, although Westpac yesterday I think was up 0.2% on a sort of pre view of its results. We got a European Central Bank meeting Thursday. On the strategy front, as I turn off my notifications noise on Skype, on the strategy front, the market is back in the band, as I've written this morning, which is that trading band where we've been stuck. We've been stuck in this band since June, and we seem to have peaked out at the top of it and are now coming off, obviously, with Wall Street overnight and our market down today. Looks like we're heading down again. Short-term stuff, main drive are obviously the soaring case numbers in US and Europe. I'll come to that in a minute. Election uncertainty as well. That should obviously peak for the next week. And notably, the VIX volatility index picked up significantly last night and that it remains elevated until the election goes away. It's probably going to remain elevated. And a lack of stimulus in the US. Of course, the election uncertainty and the stimulus issue could all disappear in the next week or so if we get a clear election result and new stimulus bill. But soaring case numbers are are a different matter. And at least this point, the only thing that's going to solve that is either a Dan-like shutdown in the Northern Hemisphere or a vaccine. And a shutdown seems highly unlikely. This half-half measures stuff. I laughably see that Italy has ordered some businesses closed and warned about unnecessary travel. They're not going to achieve anything by warning about unnecessary travel. It's just ridiculous. If you impose these half-half measures, lockdowns, some curfews, and you don't go hard closure, then you're not really going to achieve anything. You get all the economic damage with none of the improvement in mortality rates. So it's beyond rescue, I would suggest. The US is seeing 84,000 cases daily. 13 states in the US set new single-day record case numbers last week. Hospitalizations are up 40% month on month, and the hospitals are beginning to reach capacity again where they've suspended elective procedures and they're discussing priority of care issues. 
movies. It's like that scene out of Pearl Harbor where the nurse is putting lipstick marks on people's foreheads to say no chance or put them in hospital. So I imagine they're doing COVID intensive care or you can wait your turn at the moment. Anyway, nothing really is going to happen to STEM cases in Europe and the US unless a vaccine turns up. Now, the good news on that is that there is quite a bit of vaccine news due this week. AstraZeneca's restarted its trial in the US. Early data suggests it's produced a robust immune response amongst elderly people. And Johnson & Johnson's trial is also expected to resume any day. And we should see some data from the Pfizer vaccine candidate this week as well. So all fingers crossed. It's the only thing that's going to help, isn't it? Fingers crossed for a vaccine. But until then, the market's going to remain uncertain. But as far as our market's concerned, yes, we seem to be at the top of the trading range. Yes, the US is dragging us down, but we should outperform. We're seeing GDP upgrades with the economy opening and case numbers falling zero again in Victoria today. And the US market is responding to case numbers rising, which threatens economic growth, will lead to earnings downgrades and GDP downgrades. And they need a stimulus bill. So they've got a lot of work to do to regain an uptrend over the next couple of weeks. Maybe the election result will bring some sort of good news for them. But from our point of view, I don't see this as precipitous stuff. Market could look very different next week. Australia should survive better than the Northern Hemisphere markets. Vaccine news this week should be okay. We seem to be seeing some weakness or nervousness ahead of the election. Having said that, a 3.7% fall in the German market, that's on the back of SAP falling 23%, one of them may come. But that's not a good look. But we are fully invested at the moment, but more weighted to healthcare consumer staples. We're underweight technology and financials. If the economic optimism does tip over, we're probably going to outperform. I know that's not of much benefit to people if they're losing money, if they're losing less money than the market, but we should outperform. But having said all that, I think if I was a trader, top of the trading range, US market falling, I might just be taking a few profits. I've put the growth portfolio in the strategy piece today. A few other things. Travel got hit hard in the US overnight, but that's pretty much a US issue rather than an Australian issue. Our reopening should be bottoming travel stocks. Should also probably be bottoming some of the retail REITs, you would have thought. That's SCG, VCX, SCP, CQR. And that's about that. Technical observations today. No buy signals. As I say, 27 sell signals in the SN and the ASX 200. And you can see which stocks are in there. But noticeably, retail stocks and motor stocks are in there. Right, that's about that. Let's see if this sell-off develops overnight. As I leave you, Dow Jones futures are up 32. Our market accelerating off at the moment, down 64. Buy now, pay later, not doing very well. APT down 3.9%. Zip down 4.3%. Split it down 3.4%. Healthcare holding up. Energy down. Resources down. Not a good look all around. Let's see what the week brings. You have a good day. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Thank you.